at Catalyst, we think quarterly business reviews are a huge, huge waste of time. We're actually not even doing them anymore because here's what happens in a quarterly business review motion in the SaaS world. So I'm a seller. I sell to Jay, the CCO of something. He gets a sign off because he's the economic buyer. He's not sitting in the implementation call. He's got way more strategic things to be doing in the boardroom with the CEO. So he assigns his director of CS. And then once it's implemented, that director of CS assigns it to a team lead. Then you fast forward six months, the CSM is sitting in a room three levels away from the actual person that makes the renewal decision and they're single threaded. Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. And then all of a sudden, Jay and the CFO decide to cancel. And they're like, my champion told me we're doing great. So tell me how you think about digitizing the business review process if we were to just try to eradicate it as a whole. Historically, when you think about executive business reviews, that was a place where account managers went to show the, the customer what additional products they could buy. It was really more of a sales meeting, okay? And I'm thinking like early 2000s, back before SaaS had completely taken over the world of enterprise technology, which it has today. But before that, like we had no insights into usage. We had no insight into the day-to-day ins and outs and workings of how a customer was using our product. SaaS changed all that. So today, what a business review should be is looking at customer success metrics. And when I say that, a lot of times people think renewal rate, retention rate, NPS scores, CSATs. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about customer success metrics. What are the results that the customer is getting from using your product? Some products can show you that very close to the point of revenue or cost reduction. Those are great products because it's very easy to see the ROI. A lot of our products are not compulsory usage and they're not tied to the P&L that closely. So you have to connect the dots between what's happening in the product and the value that the customer is getting. And that's storytelling. You could do that. Like Kevin, you and I, we could talk right now. I could tell you the story. You could tell me the story because I'm a Catalyst customer, right? Of the value that I'm getting based on what you see in my usage data. Mm -hmm. But a much better way to do that with me, especially right now, is through content. You have a bunch of information. You're able to draw some conclusions. You're talking to people on my team. Why not put a story together in a succinct format that you can distribute to me digitally? And then you could follow up, right? Yeah. Anybody who wants to spend time with an executive should have a lot to say to them, a lot of insights to bear. There's a lot to taking this data and digitally putting it together in content that could be shared internally by your key stakeholders and champions. I love what Jay just said about taking customer data and turning it into a story that you can share digitally and async with the right stakeholders. Ella, Chief Customer Officer at Conversica, shares with us how she's done it with her team and customers. We, for example, use at scale own revenue digital assistance to aid the CSM, especially when a customer doesn't want to have to talk to us on a monthly whatever basis. We have our revenue digital assistant send automatically, like a health scorecard or a template of a QBR or whatnot. And then the customer can decide via a calendar link if they want to schedule time to deep dive into those particular results. We use our revenue digital assistant to drive a lot of these motions at scale on behalf of our CSMs that value add in terms of outcome for the customer, but a lot of noise. And also the customer wants to choose if it's valuable for them or not. So we are experimenting quite a bit to make sure that they're nurturing and monitoring and delivering value up until the moment someone raises their hand and they say that they want a human. I love that. Any early insight on the percentage of people that book a meeting after they get that digital TBR, if you will? 
Many are pretty satisfied with just seeing the health reports. We do have to follow up. Part of the trends is customers want to be enabled. They don't want to be spoken to. So often what will happen is there's an enablement session, and then we will bring the implications of what was in the health report or the delivery of the QBR, and then bring it into an enablement session to deep dive on the, oh, what do you do about it type of thing. Okay. So we just heard from Jay and Ella about how to take QBRs to the next level by using content, stories, and data to share digital QBRs. But I know there is still an opportunity and a need for CS teams to sometimes meet with their strategic customers, whether it's FaceTime or getting in Zoom, whether or not that's called a QBR or done in that format. Singita, how are you rethinking that process so they're purpose-built and aligned to delivering your customers the outcomes they're looking for? The way I look at it and the philosophy that I have shared with the team that the team is united behind is that the account owner has an account plan. And the account plan is, this is where my customer has challenges and here's how I believe we can be relevant. And as a result, we can drive value. That needs to be crisp. And there's many nuances into it. Who's the buyer? What's the org chart? How do we sell? Buying process. Those are the mechanics. But at the end of the day, I want the account plan to be something you can express in a single sentence to me and say, this is what I'm trying to do because this is the problem the customer has. Then I expect that as you hand that over to whoever is doing implementation or customer success, that person has full context and is building a plan with the customer that is the joint success plan. And the customer says, I agree. These are my problems. You were right. Or no, you're not right. There's some missing context. Let me tell you, this is actually what I care about the most. And it needs to be measurable. It needs to be a smart goal. The joint success plan can't be a list of activities. Let's not mistake activity for progress or outcomes. Activities are also things you have to do to get to the outcome, but that's not the plan. The plan has to be measured. And these are the things that will be outcomes that I can talk about. A QBR, first of all, I hate the term. I think we should rename it. The QBR is a mile marker. And you could have a mile marker every two weeks. You could, If you're thinking super agile, you could do just retros for the last two weeks and say, well, that wasn't fast enough. What do we do the next two weeks? So I think we need to bring the concept of agility into customer success as well. You do every two weeks, you could do it every month, you could do it every quarter, or you could choose not to do it in that way at all and do something entirely different. But what I'm trying to get done is how do we jointly measure that we are on the right path and the right velocity on the joint success plan? We still call them QBRs. We are debating whether to look at it differently, call it something differently, but the QBR is run by the success owner. And the goal is, here's the plan, here's how much we've progressed, here's the value you've gotten so far, here are some great things that we did, here are some obstacles that we have, let's move it forward. The other thing that I strongly believe is that you don't want to do the QBR, whatever you call it, as something that is opposite ends of the table and catalyst presenting to my customer. I would much prefer to be the catalyst CSM jointly with the champion on the customer side presenting to the economic buyer at the customer. That changes the entire dynamic of the QBR. So it shows your champion to be a hero. You're not saying, I, the vendor, did this amazing stuff. You're saying, this person was able to get so much value from the product they bought. And we are moving along on the vision that you, of the buyer, have had when you sponsored this purchase. That, to me, is where I'm trying to get to. The last thing on this is... It's not a business review. Like a business review is about the money I made on you. It's about the success review that you've had with the customer. So I really do believe that QBRs as a concept, we have to think about more customer-oriented terms that makes it valuable for a customer executive to show up. Because I personally never have shown up in the last QBRs of any of my vendors. 
because I'm deathly afraid that I will get bored to death by looking at numbers. Obviously, I feel strongly about this topic. So the last thing I'll say is a successful PBR is a discussion, not a numbers review. On numbers, you want to send ahead of time. And if there's questions, you send them as follow-ups. But the QBR is all about understanding each other and figuring out how to unblock and keep them. 99.9999% of quarterly business reviews are awful. I can't remember the last time I got off of one of those or attended one because it's so much about the vendor. It's about all of these stats that I have no idea where they got it. And they're like, this is the value you're getting. This is why, you know, can we think about getting an intro to this other stakeholder to expand seeds? This is for your renewal. Like, it just feels so fluffy and no real value add. You mentioned that you've joined some that are bad and you've joined some that are good. Let's go into a level of detail. What is good versus great and what makes a terrible one? Yeah, absolutely. So good or even great, right, is I get on the phone with a vendor and they're not just showing me my usage data and being like, hey, you're not using this. They're actually going in and they're saying like, hey, you could be using this differently and look at how you could optimize your process. This is taking you three steps and it could take you two. How do I actually use this to better the business? My expectation for my CSMs before they go into a business review is they review all the usage in depth. And what yep. we can tell on a tool by tool basis, you can we can essentially tell whether or not like Procore is being used like correctly. You could actually have really high usage and I could dive into the usage and it could just be that you're uploading a ton of photos into one of our tools and maybe that's driving up your usage. It doesn't mean you're using it the right way. And so if you prep ahead of time and you can really understand how the customer is using it or not, then you can bring in the right resources ahead of time to talk them through those different options that you have, but you have to prep for it. If you just show up for the call, it's not going to go. It's not going to go over well. The second thing I'd say is when I've had conversations with really great vendors telling me what other folks like me are doing in the industry from a thought leadership perspective or trends perspective, because vendors get to talk to so many different types of companies, right? And so many different types of companies like me that they should have insight for me. That is insight I've realistically actually can't get access to in any other way. And so that level of information in terms of, hey, this best practice, this company is just like you. They're doing it this way. And here's what they've seen. What do you think about that? I think that's hugely valuable because there's really no other way you can get that information. I think the next generation of best-in-class revenue teams are going to completely throw out the old QBR playbook and do it in a new way, using data and content to build stories sending them digitally async to multi-threaded stakeholders and decision makers, making it less about random metrics on the vendor and more focus on the exact customer outcome that they wanted when they bought the product in the first place.